Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Sepulchral, as they say. I was just looking over our schedule of Paracast guests over the years. And the last time we talked to Peter Robbins was 2017. Seven years ago. I've got to think, Peter that a lot has happened in seven years and that we have tons of stuff to catch up on because this is a crazy world out there especially because that was before the time that that New York Times story came out about the alleged secret Pentagon UFO investigation so maybe we can talk about that do you think suddenly all that led to UFOs and related subjects being more acceptable to the public Well, it certainly contributed to it. And for any of your listeners who are not familiar with what you're talking about, on December 17th of 2017, two separate articles appeared in the New York Times. It was a Sunday edition, and one of the articles began on the first page. Granted, it was in a very small box in the corner, but that is a front page UFO article on Sunday's New York Times which resounded in uh, the journalism world and in the world, certainly, of their readers. One was this look at this 2004 classified study request in the amount of $22 million request to Congress to look into this question of um, truly anomalous UFOs. The other was an article about two Navy airmen who had cited a craft that became known as the Tic Tac craft. Both of those pieces in that same issue, written by three distinguished journalists, um, Ralph Blumenthal, who is a reporter for the Times for over 50 years and a Pulitzer Prize winner, the great Leslie Kane, a name well known and associated with UFO-related matters in journalism and the White House, and Helene Cooper, who really gets very little credit usually, but another fine journalist. And your question, did the publication of these articles change things? Well, it either did or it just happened at that right moment, that sort of tipping point when more than 70 years of absolute ridicule and nonsense heaped on this subject, as both of you guys know, was the rule. You know, UFO ridicule. And the idea of little green men in flying saucers, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, was literally born with the phenomena in 1947. And to a good degree has broken free since then. Again, whether or not it was caused by the publication of this pair of articles, which it could have been, or the timing was right. And that was in the process of happening anyway and broke around that time. One way or other, things changed. 
Before you go on, I just want to mention to our listeners, if you look up our list of shows, we've talked to Leslie Kane on the show a number of times. Ralph Blumenthal was on also. And Helene Cooper, by the way, is the New York Times Pentagon correspondent. So sometimes you hear her on cable TV news doing analyses. So she's top-notch woman. Yes, that's the answer to your question as far as I can see. Well, certainly all this stuff has happened in the wake of that. But then there have been some curious things that maybe you want to talk about or not. Of course, we've got some new people who have gotten into the field, like Luis Elizondo, who may or may not have been the head of this project. And he says he is. Other people say he's not. Do we even want to talk about that? <laughs> it's a matter of opinion. Um, I wish Lewis well. I hope he is how he, he presents himself to be. And if there's, you know, some difference between that and the truth, what else is new? These things have happened since the advent of, of the modern age of, of UFOs, so to say. And there are always going to be, you know, as you say, new people. Part of that change in 2017 has led, as probably most of your listeners know, and you guys are certainly aware of, to interest in Congress, specifically in the House of Representatives, and in the various initiatives, legislation, and witnesses that have come along with that uh, effort. What's your take on this alleged whistleblower, David Grush? Mm. And, you know, he's somebody who served in Afghanistan, and he comes forth saying that he has heard or has information about the fact that the government possesses alien bodies, perhaps, hardware, Roswell, I don't know. What do you think? He hasn't produced any evidence, obviously. Well, no matter how good the whistleblower or the person who has come forward you know, with government or intelligence or military service to back up their claims, nobody has physical evidence. Um, they don't let you leave with the carburetor from a UFO or a thumb from a gray. If we're going to argue that point as far as believability as opposed to other kind of supporting evidences and things, I actually um, take his account quite seriously. And that's not an automatic response with me. The fact that whistleblowers are now not immediately seen as crackpots or wannabes or, you know, fake Walter Mitty, James Bonds or what have you. He is probably one of who knows how many people who know the things that he knows but have no intention of going forward in the public realm with what they know. Uh, they may, in fact, be pleased with having a career and one in part caught up in, in keeping secrets. But I think he is uh, a believable person. And I think that some of our congressional representatives certainly agree and are continuing to wrap their heads around the beginning of an understanding of not just the subject of UFOs, some of which people like us maintain our advanced technology under intelligent control from parts unknown, but how long it's been covered up and how well it's been covered up. It was one of my senators, um, and that's uh, Senator Schumer, who was one who tightened legislation, as I recall, because when congressional representatives started looking at the subject some years back, 
the point of reference was 2004. The reason for that was the story broke with this pair of articles. And they are set in 2004. And up until Schumer brought up the point, they hadn't occurred to anybody to write into the legislation that they should be looking for materials, not going back to 2004, but to 1947. So they're learning as they go as well. Now, we should mention for our listeners that Senator Chuck Schumer is the Senate majority leader. So when you hear things going on in Congress, he's one of the key names. There are four leaders, two in the Senate, two in the House. And this guy obviously occupies a position of importance. He leads this, of course, delegation, which can be kind of unruly. But having somebody of his posture, whether or not you you go for a Democrat or a Republican, having somebody like him do something positive towards understanding UFOs, I think it's a pretty major development because that's not something that's happened. Yeah, I I do too, Gene. I think it's um, it's as big as anything, even if it goes nowhere or takes its own time doing it, as any official development since you and I got involved in the subject when we were young. Um, The fact that well-recognized figures, elected figures within the United States government are saying what they're saying. Uh, What is the truth here? And how do we get to it? And not worrying about how um, their public interest will impact not just on their careers, but their ability to, um, you know, hold their heads high. We've got a break now, Peter. We're going to pause that refreshes. And then we're back with Peter Robbins. I'm Gene. He's Tim. You're in The Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. 
Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Every day we take steps to keep the people we love safe, but some health risks are easy to miss. Ticks hiding in the yard can spread germs, like the ones that cause Lyme disease. Mice searching for food can spread bacteria that makes us sick. Mosquitoes lay eggs in standing water and can spread West Nile virus and more. Cockroaches are drawn to water in the home, leaving behind allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. The one and only Accept No Substitutes, Peter Robbins, is here to give us words of wisdom. It's the first time in seven years he's been on the show. And so many things have happened as he's saying, to give the subject more credibility. Like we learn that this astronomer, Dr. Avi Loeb, from Harvard, has been very positive about looking into the subject, looking at possible intelligent objects in space, not so much chasing the UFOs. And it's interesting here about Harvard, because as Peter Robbins and I know, another guy from Harvard... Donald Menzel back in the 50s and 60s was the world's most virulent skeptic. Well, he wasn't a skeptic. He was a debunker. We all have to be skeptics, and there's nothing wrong with skepticism. In fact, people like us, above all else, need to maintain it as we move forward. Donald Menzel was a debunker, and that's all the difference in the world, as we know. A skeptic 
you know, has an open mind, but um, it's it's run by certain tolerances, which we can all respect and understand as far as what makes something believable and what constitutes truth and how it's established. Debunkers actually have the intellectual arrogance to know, for example, that people like us are wrong, that there are no such thing as truly anomalous UFOs representing advanced technology. It's all explainable in other terms, conventional terms, even if they're exotic conventional terms. And their job is to pat us on the head and explain to us with bad pseudoscience where we erred in our ways of thinking. Again, um, Bud Hopkins, who had a wonderful sense of humor, used to joke about them sometimes that here we were he and I and, and colleagues who were doing our best to begin to understand the complexity and the dynamics of the so-called abduction experience, where they simply knew it never existed, and that anybody that thought it did was obviously the victim of some kind of complex psychological problem, maybe combined with uh, sleep paralysis and watching too many science fiction movies. And how wonderful they were and how we should, uh, you know, glorify them because they knew the truth somehow without any evidence whatsoever. That kind of intellectual arrogance we can joke about, but I find it intolerable. Well, if you say you know everything, sometimes it means you know nothing. Yeah, I think really what we're talking about here is fear of the unknown is a motivator. And let's say that you have advanced degrees in some scientific discipline and um, this question is brought to you about you know visitations from off planet you know in quotes that it's silly because if it really was true you'd know about it because you're a smart guy and you're connected plus you've got these degrees on your wall and they're based on a certain understanding of the universe as it is and all of your colleagues agree that this subject is nonsense Therefore, if it isn't, then everything that you thought you knew is now open to question. And that's not a very comfortable place. So better to just reject it. And when all else fails, you know, attack the messenger. Yeah, shoot the messenger. That's the way to make it work. I wanted to bring up something here because we've talked to you over the years about abductions. And you worked, of course, with the late Bud Hawkins. And that is... We don't hear abductions mentioned in connection with all this new Pentagon UFO stuff or even Congress. I don't recall any abduction discussion. Uh, That makes perfect sense to me. It's amazing that they're talking about anything exotic in Congress. Uh, The idea of a credible whistleblower witness coming forward, among other people, and saying, we have hardware, we have crash technology, we have bodies. This is something that has been understood uh, for decades now, but one more voice added to it. And in my thinking over the years, I don't know about you, of how before the term disclosure, with a capital D, became a very specific, understandable entity uh, that we discuss, um, I used to wonder how would all this be made public if it were ever made public in a manner that could just simply isolate the basics to begin with. 
world leaders, you know, uh, time some huge announcement and all go on, you know, television at the same moment around the world and tell their citizens, basically, we're not alone and we've known about it and, you know, we haven't told you the truth, but we're not alone and we are being visited. That is more than enough to affect the popular culture and humanity. How do you do it in a manner where you don't, at the same moment, so to say, uh, say, oh, by the way, um, these beings, some of these beings um, have been involved for who knows how long in taking people. And while they have them conducting certain physical procedures on them, including taking sperm and ovum samples, and mm, there are these entities called hybrids that are part us and part them. Some of them are among us, and that's kind of awkward to admit. And, oh, yeah, missing pregnancies. Where And are you really going to try to even begin to talk about any of that in a congressional investigation where it's taken us, you know, 75-plus years to get to the point where we can even talk about the basics of a crashed UFO, which is in itself shatteringly uh, paradigm-shifting. I'm not surprised to hear these aspects of the subject not being discussed in these congressional investigations, um, Gene. And I think if they were being trotted out right now, that would be used as an excuse to just say, well, look how far out these people think this is. I'm, I'm still really working hard on the idea of just visitations, and now you're telling me, and I think we lose perspective sometimes if we're too close to the worker in it too long, and assume that um, you know other folks are up to speed as we are and ready to go uh, as far as uh, yeah, give me that announcement now. <laughs> also, as a political correctness here, you don't want to hit people with too much too soon, because it's easy then to say, oh, it's all wacky. We've got little green men, even if they are really gray or something, and that could just make the situation worse. Just an observation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think, and we're going to get into a lot of this as we progress with this session, do you think all this attention now will have that ultimate response, which is, as you say, a worldwide announcement that we have this unknown craft visiting us they do not appear to be of earth they appear to represent unknown technology because i wonder here in our crazy political environment if the president of the united states said hey we're being visited by something some intelligent species from elsewhere some people would say okay yes sir others would say he's not even president how can he give us that kind of nonsense? But before we get into a response, Peter Robbins, Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. USA News Update. Amid escalating humanitarian concerns in Gaza, the U.S. set to initiate airdrops of aid into the region. John Kirby, spokesperson for the National Security Council, confirmed that the airdrops will start in the coming days. The CDC has updated its COVID guidelines. You no longer need to isolate for five days. The new guidance covers COVID and other respiratory infections. People with COVID can resume normal daily activities if they have been fever-free for 24 hours without medication or if their symptoms have been improving. Closing arguments have concluded in the Georgia hearing regarding whether Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis should be removed from Donald Trump's election interference case. The judge anticipates giving a decision within the next two weeks. Corey Myers, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. 
prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Peter, do you think, as I said in our previous segment, that the crazy, quote, political situation right now would make an actual disclosure very difficult? I don't think it would make it any more difficult than it's going to be. But certainly in this country, people are on each other's cases to a great degree. There's a great deal of of political rancor with dislike and uh, citing your political opponent as the other, as some kind of true, deep, murderous, ideological enemy. Our attention is rationally taken up with heading toward November and seeing who's running against who for president. This takes up an awful lot of oxygen in the room, as we know. And the impact of our increasingly fractious day-to-day, you know, kind of sideshow soap opera political world and, you know, um, all the machinations and all the colorful personalities Would it take attention away from such an announcement? I guess so. Although all of a sudden, that would be the story. And I can't imagine, unless it were to happen, that there was some huge uncontrollable leak of credible information from a credible source or office or agency within the government or an individual, that things would not be engineered for a disclosure like that, a release of information like that, at a a crazy moment, like we're going through a long moment. But you reminded me of something, um, Gene, which was well before I became involved in the field, um, when Richard Nixon was still president, but the Watergate hearings were looming hard, and his potential for losing his office became more and more real. Years later, I remember some senior UFO people when I was starting out talking about their memories of talk that had some credibility to it that around the time that Nixon was leading up to resigning the presidency, that there was some talk, would he or wouldn't he consider making this kind of announcement of losing this material on the world at a moment where his political future was in crisis as a way of essentially setting up a scenario where, look, you know, yeah, I've got some problems here as president, but this is not the right time to change presidents. We've just all learned, because I've released the information, that we're not alone in the universe and, uh, you know, we've got to pull our scientists together and talk to our theologians. And I certainly can see that as a decision that a president might make if their back was firmly enough to the wall and they felt they had no other option to get out of a very tight spot 
but to say, okay, here's my ace in the hole. We're not alone, and I can prove it. And we've been lying about it since 1947. And yes, um, I do have some problems in office right now, but this isn't the time to change. You want to stick with me until we're to the next election and blah, blah, blah. So this is a, a very powerful political card that can be played by, well, can be another world leader, too. It doesn't have to be the American president, and it may well not be. Or the process of disclosure will actually never come to formalize itself in that manner of government officials tell the truth, as opposed to every day, like now. It'll just keep rolling along with more people developing a real interest in the subject until, I guess, that combination that we hit some kind of critical mass within our culture and within our population of individuals who are serious, who do want to take learn more about this, who do take it seriously and are willing to apply pressure to their elected officials rather than just sit on their butts and see what happens. Of course, we are in a situation where there are rogue nations out there that want to gain the upper edge. So, for example, if Putin or the leaders of Iran or China made an announcement, because I tend to think UFOs obviously are a worldwide phenomenon, this would yep. give them the excuse to get a leg up saying, well, we know the truth here, whether they do yep. or not. Yep. And um, not only do we know the truth, but we know that the big boys, you know, the Americans, the English, the French, uh, all of the so-called first world countries that they've known about it from the get go. And they have been lying to you by omission. We are telling you the truth. Therefore, we should have some more street cred on the world scene than we have right now. Sure, it could happen that way as well. The problem, obviously, is what politics can do. But then again, if a nation on planet Earth had advanced technology present, wouldn't they try to exploit it? Unless, of course, we say they may have it, but they can't figure it out. Well, that brings up a really important question. Uh, The late, great Stanton Friedman used to theorize that what it was all about for first world nations was not some, you know, wonderfully noble venture to crack this technology to make the world a better, safer, happier, more pleasant place. It's about the hardware. It's about the potential to weaponize uh, the technology and whoever can do that and crack that code and from that, develop and maintain a whole new generation of advanced weaponry based on something we may not even be aware of right now. Um, they win. And don't look for nobility in terms of the search for life in the universe nearly as much as the usual behavior of us human beings Um and I will say the world of men as opposed to mankind, of clubbing each other to death over where the line is drawn in the dirt as our main preoccupation of the last number of millennia. And if you cross that line, then you're on my side of the line, I have to kill you. Because, well, look, you're on my side of the line. We are not only still doing this, we're doing it with much bigger and more dangerous clubs, and here we are now 
hearing potential talk of the Russians putting some kind of nuclear presence into space, whether it's nuclear propelled or a nuclear type weapon, we do seem to be on the edge of a whole new wonderful uh, nuclear age of proliferation, which is not just insane, but the best way to make us all go bankrupt on top of the fact that we're all owned many times over by world banks anyway. Ah, yes, the global conspiracy. But you have to think here, if you or I were advanced alien beings from another world, another dimension, another time, another place in space, why would we put up with the nonsense on planet Earth? Um, I don't know how to answer that. Um, what do you mean put up with it? Well, looking at all these tribal conflicts, I would think if we're not unusual about things like that, that this is something that is a phenomenon that intelligent species from around the universe put up with. You know, they go through this period of time when they get a little bit over or with themselves and they have to kind of get straightened out again. So there's that, of course, to consider. We've got so many things to consider here. We're talking about the possibility that the answer to the UFOs may be forthcoming. We don't know if it is or not. We've got more to explore with Peter Jean. Tim, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. If you love mysteries, you'll love these two books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll learn about the strange beings that can look like us, but are not. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll see the hard evidence of UFOs that has been ignored or even hidden. These books will definitely blow your mind, and both are now available on Amazon.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Compliment your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. 
We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Of course, the other thing you mentioned earlier, Peter, was something goes back to the abduction researchers such as Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs. Whether or not E.T. is here creating a hybrid race. Now, what motive would they have to do that? <laughs> I They don't tell me. I have no idea, Gene. I only can make educated guesses like all of us. Well, I think we have to begin with the possibility that just because we overtly inhabit this particular planet called Earth doesn't mean that it is not of genuine ongoing importance to other intelligences. Perhaps our little speck of dust flying through the universe is halfway between here and there. And there are other intelligences that come and go because it's convenient, or perhaps they've had a pre-existing relationship with this planet paralleling ours or older than ours. 
or that they've always been here right beside us, or for one reason or another, this is important to them. And at the same time, through natural causes and the greatest challenge to life on this earth is this infestation of the species called human that has by overpopulation and pollution and very poor shepherding created a, a situation where we're coming to a life and death emergency about life on this planet. Maybe this program where beings that um, are part us, part them, is an effort to create a being that can survive into the future with more viability than just a human being can. That's purely guesswork. Uh, I have no idea, but there's ample evidence to show that they're engaged in this program however it might sound to a casual listener. Tim, let's pursue this. What's your take? It always seems odd to me that, first of all, humans would be a viable source of genetic material for a, a, a wholly unknown alien species. Uh, unless, A, they have the technology that throws all that out the window and genetic manipulation is extremely simple, or B, somehow they're related to us uh, from the far distant past. Considering that a lot of uh, sightings of uh, UFO occupants almost inevitably are described as humanoid in shape, it does seem odd that another species on another planet in another solar system would take on the same evolutionary path as humans. I, there are two ways to argue that question, the way that you just did, or to say that there is something innate in the way that um, evolution happens based on a carbon-based reality that results in these basic beings with a trunk, two arms, two legs, and a head. I have no idea. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missed the, uh, the spirit of your, your question there, Tim. Well, I suppose my question is if there is some kind of hybridization program taking place, why um, why are humans being used? And if we are being used, is it uh, uh, because we're just such a you know such a great pure sp uh, 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 specimen of species? You know, or if we are somehow related, somehow. Wait, <laughs> when you say humans being used, you mean as opposed to um, this particular group of other intelligences dedicating their time and energy to creating hybrids between humans 
and some other animal life form? Yeah, exactly. Well, I would imagine that is because humans are the only evolved sentient thinking, doing, uh, self-perceiving beings in the animal world. And it, it seems like an irony to say it, but the most complex and the most evolved of any creatures yet to uh, exist on the planet that I think we're aware of. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, and I suppose the other uh, part of that is, and of course, you know, Peter, this would just be pure speculation. Uh, 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 are we the are we the only species involved in such a program, or are we just part of a much larger program throughout? you know, this particular arm of the galaxy. Um, I never even really thought of that. I have no idea. Uh, purely yeah. speculation and just um, whatever your guess is, uh, is your guess. I have no idea. Yeah, but uh, but it is, I mean, from you know, your research over the years, this has been something that has been going on for generations. I mean, oh, yes. it's, not, it's not just something that's just cropped up over the last 20 years or so. no. No, um, I, I, I'm just a bit thrown by you're wondering why it's if it's going on with other species. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I have no idea. Um, you know, think about it in relation to human development and human evolution and our reality on Earth here. Yeah, that's uh, well. I mean, and it's for me. It's 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 been this this overall. Um, picture that I wondered about over the years about, you know, first of all, the uh, uh, the humanoid descriptions of these these beings uh, the majority of the time, and what relation is that to us? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, uh, and, and then, of course, you bring into the idea of the hybridization uh, uh, projects, and you know, again, it just makes me wonder whether or not there isn't some kind of past. Um, oh, uh, I, lo- <laughs> I lost the word I was going here. Past involvement uh, uh, with uh, uh, you know these other species, wherever they come from, and uh, and us. I mean, you know, were <laughs> were we brought here to planet Earth? <laughs> you know, for maybe just such a. Uh, a, a project, or you know, uh, as some of the old ancient alien writers used to talk about, you know, were other species manipulated to produce us? Sure, uh, I think that's as reasonable or unreasonable a point of view as anybody wants to take. It's certainly in the running, and more. When we talk about, you know, manipulation of DNA or creating a hybrid, this is something we human beings now do all the time with life forms as simple as plants and as complex as, you know, complex primates. Um, it's, it's technology that we have long mastered now, so one can only wonder at how advanced they are beyond uh, what we've mastered at this point. Also, the idea that 
we may have evolved very much a product of both natural evolution and genetic manipulation. Uh, you know, come back every 50 or 100,000 years and make this adjustment to um, this gene chain or something or study this and see how this could be uh, assisted or I have no idea what I'm talking about here in terms that <laughs> I have no way to think what they're thinking, but everything is open to possibility that's already built on, you know, known science, no question about that. Perhaps where somebody's graduate experiment gone horribly wrong and they've been sent back to, you know, with their research team to uh, correct the problem and get a better grade. Of course, what do you do with us in the meantime? Do they come back to fix things? <laughs> Peter Robbins, Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, and so much more to deal with. You're in the Pericast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. I need a copy of my tax return. How do I get one? If you don't have a copy of your original tax return, you can get a transcript of your tax return for free from the IRS. A transcript shows most line items from your return, which is usually all you need. You can order a transcript of any return filed within the past three years, including Forms 1040, 1040A, and 1040EZ. All you need to do is go to irs.gov transcript to order your transcript today. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid, too, even if they've applied in the past. Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 